0: Today, President Trump announces on Twitter he will say whether or not state economies will be reopened and he will be making that decision very quickly. Also, Michigan governor bans residents from buying seeds or plants because, uh, I don't know, government tyranny and freedom of religion. Does it still exist in Kentucky? We will get into all of that. And it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. Happy Monday. I am Sarah Gonzalez trucking along once again for another long coronavirus quarantine week. Today, I am joined by Chad Prather, host of the Chad Prather Show, and Stu Bergier, host of Stu Does America. Both of those you can find on Blaze TV, by the way. Also, wherever you get your podcasts, you should be subscribed to both of them.
1: Mm -hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. It's a good wow. point. Good first point of the show. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm.
0: That's all I had, though. That's okay. the end of the show. <laughs> that's, that's just all I came with. Uh, so the CDC director says that coronavirus cases are stabilizing. We could peak this week. Um, and he even said that even in hot zones like New York City, which obviously has been the, the place that has been struggling the most in this country, uh, he said we're still seeing a small rate of increase in the range of five to six percent as opposed to where we were before when it was 20 percent, 30 percent per day. But we are close uh, now. I feel like this is coming. This news is coming at a time where the government is kind of like encroaching more on our liberties and not less. So I do want to get into a couple of instances of that. But Chad, good news, right? Good news we could well, we could peak this week. Is it good news? I'm asking.
2: I don't know. I mean last week the Surgeon General said that this was gonna be like Pearl Harbor. I didn't quite feel that. Uh, The CDC needs to change its name. The Center for Disease Control obviously is not able to control disease. (laughs) Uh, It's kind of fascinating to me. It's just like the World Health Organization said back in mid-January, that it shouldn't be communicable between human beings. But here we are. Mm -hmm. Of course, it's all Trump's fault. It doesn't matter. The thing about this whole deal is no matter what you're seeing, anything that's coming out, whatever press briefing that happens, remember the issue is never the issue. It is ultimately about controlling the population it is about making sure that everybody is under the thumb of the government i've become the biggest conspiracy theorist (laughs) out there and i don't like myself right now i really don't i don't trust anybody i think these guys are bought and paid for i think fauci is the devil i don't even know man i mean faust fauci i don't know it sounds the same to me it's crazy that's why i defer to Stu. (laughs)
1: Well, to to Chad's
0: point, fire, fire Fauci was trending on Twitter. There's a whole bunch of people not unlike yourself, Chad, Mm -hmm. very upset at uh, Fauci. Are you in that boat as well, Stu?
1: I I don't think I am. Uh, You know, I mean, I I understand why people are annoyed at the whole situation. I mean, look, we hired Donald Trump to be president, not Fauci. Right. Mm -hmm. So if he wasn't one of them, he should be. He's the one responsible for making these decisions. Uh, Fauci himself has said, look, I don't have to think about the economy. And we should take that seriously. Like, you know, like when you have, you know this, Chad, when you have, when you want to do something and like a lawyer, you have to run it by a lawyer and the lawyer always says no because their job is to protect only your your ass on the fact of uh, you might get sued by something or you might go over the line. Um, this happens, you know, all the time. You know that's what that's what fauci's doing. he's He's going to guard the medical side of this and ha- not really have regard for the economic side. It's not his job. Mm-hmm. There's this new uh, there's this new uh, council they put together here to to look at the economy. I think that's really important, an important step. You know the stuff that Fauci was trending for, It didn't even seem like criticism to me. He's like, well, of course, if we would have started earlier, it would be a little little bit better. Well, yeah, we all know that. Everybody knows that now. We didn't know that then. He didn't know that then. Um, I don't think it was, you know, it got kind of built up as this big criticism of Trump. I didn't think it really was. It was just a statement of the obvious, right? Like when you have a bad situation coming, if you step in a little earlier, it's going to be better. We all know that. But we we don't have, it's 2020 hindsight. It doesn't make a difference.
2: Yeah, and it's a a no-win situation all the way across the board. I, I don't like Trump. Tweeting things that are in opposition to Fauci with the hashtag fire Fauci stuff and yeah, then he Trump, did retweet He retweets, you know our friend Deanna <laughs> Lorraine He retweeted one of her things and and great for her to get retweeted by the president But and I'm not saying that I disagree per se with her tweet, but for the for Trump to do it How do you do that? I mean you've got to have <laughs> cojones like this and like I mean How do you just sit there and tweet something against the guys hey, it's all on tape? It's all on record. And then you're going to go out there at 5 o'clock and do a press briefing with the guy and act like everybody on the team is getting along fine. I don't like any of that.
0: Yeah. Bad look. Well, speaking of President Trump's tweets, there is another tweet that he's getting, I guess, he's under kind of hot water for. Uh, He (laughs) tweeted out, For the purpose of creating conflict and confusion, some in the fake news media are saying that it is the governor's decision to open up uh, the states, not that of the president of the United States and federal government. Let it be fully understood that this is incorrect. It is the decision of the president and for many good reasons. With that being said, the administration and I are working closely with the governors and this will continue a decision by me in conjunction with the governors and input from others will be made shortly. Now, this caused, you know, of course, mass pandemonium among liberals who were very upset that Donald Trump was uh, overreaching, you know, his constitutional power. However, I will say none of them had any problem criticizing him for not shutting the entire country down sooner. (laughs) So which one is it? If he has the authority to do it, then great. Don't criticize him for this. If he doesn't have the authority to do it, then don't tell him to do it when you're scared of a pandemic. Which one is it still?
1: Well, I mean, look, I've been one of the people, I think, who's been pretty complimentary of the of the line that Trump has walked here. I mean, I, you know, it's, it's a very difficult line. It's an impossible situation. And one of the things I've really liked about Trump in this situation is he hasn't tried to do things nationally. He's made a lot of suggestions and recommendations, but not a lot of edicts and not a lot of laws and not a lot of overreach of cons- constitutional norms. I hope he's not stopping that. I mean, I think there's a there's something with Trump where you have to realize... You know, the most charitable way to look at it is that everything he says is a negotiation. You know what I mean? When he says he's Kim Jong-un's friend, it doesn't mean he's Kim Jong-un's friend. When he says he's going to bomb him into oblivion, it doesn't mean he's going to bomb him into oblivion. He's just saying things to get movement or push on something or put pressure on somebody. And you don't always know what's going on. He may be very well be in the negotiation with a governor uh, who is threatening not to do what he wants. And this is his way of handling it. I like to judge Trump only really on what he does and not what he says. It may or may not be a fair standard. The next liberal president that comes in, I may not hold that standard. I admit it. But Trump is Trump. <laughs> he just kind of blurt stuff out. And if you look at, like, if you look at what he does, you know, or, or says, you might say, well, this guy's been this big skeptic of this. He's saying it's going to run, go away in a few weeks. Well, look at what he's done. I mean, he, he banned. We all know that banning the the, uh, the flights from China. We all know about the first quarantine in 50 years in the United States. Um, but you know, look, he's taking tons of heat, largely from his base, about the recommendations of keeping this thing shut down as long as it has. You don't th- Donald Trump doesn't want to shut the economy down for six weeks in the middle of an election. He does not want to do it. He's doing it because he thinks it's the right thing to do. And so you can back up and you can say, well, if you just judge him by his actions, I think here you know, he has not shown a propensity to overreach on a federal scale like that. I hope that continues. Because I, honestly, I think he's done a pretty good job at restraining himself in a moment where people were begging him not to restrain himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that... America's gotten so used to that Obama-esque rhetoric. That's why
2: Andrew Cuomo is so appealing right now with his press briefings because he knows how to come out and say a lot of things without really saying anything. (laughs) But people think it sounds good and it's eloquent. Trump's not eloquent. He's not that way. He says exactly what he means. And sometimes it's a very odd way of saying things. And I get that. And I judge him on the basis of what he's done. I think he's very pro-America. Uh, but there is, there's been a whole lot of that, which is it? So they said, well, look, even if people stay in place, shelter in place, there's going to be tens of thousands of people that are going to die. Now they're saying, well, tens of thousands of people didn't die because we sheltered in place, which is it? Right. So you're going to say, well, president Trump didn't act soon enough or had he acted soon enough, he would have been called a dictator, a xenophobe and a racist. Well, which is it? So there's so many of these things that are out there that are coming back, coming back, coming back. And while Trump, I agree with you too. While Trump, says things that seem very brash. Like when I cuss on this show and now they say I can't. <laughs> it's true. I don't mean it, but yeah, we'll I want to get your attention. And I think Trump does that. I love watching Trump whenever somebody says something to him from the press corps and he turns the microphone over to somebody else and you can see him just stewing, right? Like yeah. his hands just, <laughs> like he can't wait to get back up there and say something else to that reporter. Uh, That's just Trump. That's who he is. That's how he is. I don't pay attention to what he says in that regard. I can see through that smoke and mirrors. What's he done? And yeah, I think effectively he's done what he's done is done right in these dark, navigable, hard to navigate waters.
0: What do you. So, Chad, you bring up the uh, the daily press conferences, Mm -hmm. which I think is a big source of this criticism Because he's up there, he's available for all these reporters to, you know, ask these gotcha questions, ask Fauci leading questions to try to get him to deviate from what the president has said. Do you think that this ultimately do you think it was a it's a good thing to have these daily every single day press briefings or do you think that it's it does more harm than good?
1: I don't know that we need them to, especially the way that they are with, like, long question and answer sessions yeah. that happen to be, like, about Tiger King half the time. <laughs> like, I, you know, just. I mean, I
0: prefer a whole <laughs> press conference just on Tiger King. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah,
1: <laughs> Donny, oh, Donny? It sounds you know like some Donnie would do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think a lot of this is the media trying to. I mean, they've been trying to do this with Fauci and Trump the entire time. Right. They've been trying to kind of get them separated. And a lot of times Fauci has stood up for the president and defended him and said it's not, you know, it's <laughs> the president's decision. Actually, he did the right thing on the China thing. That was when the left was still criticizing him over that, and he actually stepped up for him on that. I think Fauci is very aware of what the press is trying to do. But like when you do 50 interviews a week and you do you know, all these press conferences, eventually you're going to say something that is somewhat out of step with Donald Trump, and as soon as that happens, that blows up on the other side. It is really an impossible situation. I mean, look, you know, if you don't want to listen to Fauci, then you can listen to Burke, or you can get another doctor in there who you think is who's who's an expert on this. I mean, you know, they both of those. You know, they've been there for a long time and they, they've, you know, through multiple presidents and their expertise is clearly valuable at some level. That doesn't mean they make the decisions for you, though. You know, the, you know, the progressives have argued for a very long time to have a society run essentially by scientists, right? Global warming. Well, just the scientists will just dictate the policy on yeah. it. Well, that's not how this works. We, we hire people who have a wider understanding of not just one little sliver of it, the whole thing. So Fauci and Brooks are valuable, I think, in their expertise in this area. But so are economists. Mm-hmm. And, and so are people who look at public health as it relates to uh, an economy falling apart. All of this is, has to be part of the equation here. And, and so far, I think you have this initial period where we're like, holy crap, we don't know how bad this is going to be. Holy crap, we have no treatments. Holy crap, we have no masks. Holy crap, we have no ventilators. Oh, my God, what are you going to do? This period, it might be sensible to shut down for a short time to minimize this awful mm-hmm. time before we can start understanding it, how to deal with this more rationally, but this is clearly not rational. Mm. You know, you take steps in a short period to you know protect yourself, and then longer period you have to have a plan. We're getting to the point where the plan needs to be revealed.
2: Yeah, Chad. Imagine if, and nobody says the same complaints about Andrew Cuomo doing his daily press briefings. Imagine if, let's say. Uh, or or even doing his shows with his brother, Chris Cuomo, yeah. which are fun. Oh. They're fun. Oh, I was over I that for like, the, the
0: first time. I, I do not love find to the endearing them. anymore. Which,
2: by the way, we have a deep dive on tomorrow night's uh, Chad Brather show where we talk about the Cuomo family and the Cuomo dynasty and kind of looking under the surface of some mm-hmm. things going on there. People need to tune in. But I, I watch all this stuff. Imagine if Ivanka Trump was the governor of a state and don trump was a was a anchor and that he kept giving her that kind of airtime think about all the crap i said crap right. think <laughs> about all the crap they would be getting if that were happening. Right. Yeah. So it's just it's apples and oranges. And I know Cuomo's not the president. And I, I'm kind of in many ways. I don't think we need an everyday press briefing. But can you imagine how big the first Trump rally after all this is over with? How big it's going to be? There'll be 100,000 people packing in that place because I'm telling you, his. his I think, yeah, I yeah, I think
0: I, d- I just read that his uh, his first quarter fundraising was through the roof.
2: It's going to be huge.
0: Even with the economy.
2: I think he's been smart to be on there doing what he's doing. Because that's his only rallies he can do right now. I think when he actually can do one it's going to be
1: huge. And look he, you know he, I think it's a strong point of leadership that he wants to own this right yeah. He wants to show that he's the one in control. If this goes to crap, He's going to, he's going to, of course, try to dish, dish the blame out at that sure. point. But I mean, it was, the American, Fauci. it was
0: Fauci's <laughs> fault. Exactly. He told me to do it.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's it, that's going to happen <laughs> yeah. um, and it's going no, to ha- it's, But the American people are going to are, are closely associating. However, this turns out to his his handling it because he's out there all the time. I give him credit for that. I think the governor's I and mean, I think we're going to talk about this later on. Mm-hmm. The governor's trying to force the president to take national control it has nothing to do with them wanting donald trump to be in control it's that they want him to be associated with this mess right like this is not a mess because of the handling it's a mess because it's killing lots of people it's a terrible thing mm. and they want to be like well we did he was the one doing it federally we had nothing to do with it he's the one to blame they don't want to share responsibility here um but it is their role i i don't know what that's one of the uh, you know politically why i don't understand that tweet from trump Look, people already associate you with this. Right. Don't you don't don't make it all your responsibility. The governor should have responsibility for their specific areas, and we'll see. You know if he can kind of hold himself off from what I'm sure is a very tempting thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, as Stu said, we've got lots of a uh, big government tyranny happening in several different states across the country. We've got that coming up next. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Brickhouse. So we've been talking about all of this, you know, coronavirus stuff, obviously. Wait, what virus? There's a virus happening right now? It's from uh, we China. we ha- it, It's from where?
2: China. It's from China. Okay, thank you. Virus you you've
0: got the teeth China. thing down. Well,
2: you you got to do the bottom teeth. I can't sound like Trump at all, but it's the yeah, <laughs> You do have the teeth. The
0: teeth make it. Uh, we've talked all about uh, coronavirus. We haven't talked about the flu a lot. That has not been leading the headlines because of all this other virus. Uh, but the flu has actually killed 16,000 people, uh, more than that, actually, and hospitalized over a quarter million in the United States. The season is not quite over yet. Now is a good time to make sure that you are uh, building your immunity in your body and I don't know how many people know this, but that starts in the gut. I could go on for ages about this, but I won't. Instead, I will tell you about Field of Greens. It is made by Brickhouse Nutrition. It is a real organic superfood. It's vegan. It's vegetarian for this guy, so Mm. he can eat it Mm -hmm. because Lord knows he's a vegetarian and loves his vegetables. Oh, wait.
1: One of those two things.
0: He's the (laughs) the only vegetarian who does not like vegetables. I come in talking about vegetables all the time, and he's like, I I don't really, I don't care for vegetables. Mm. I'm like, Stu, you're a vegetarian. What are you doing? Well, if you're like Stu and you don't like vegetables, this is a great way to get your vegetables, get that natural immunity. It's also got prebiotic, probiotic, uh, all the good stuff that you need It boosts your energy, and it's going to help protect you. Going to help boost your immunity, Uh, finish out this flu season strong. You can go to what is it? Brickhouseblaze.com. It is brickhouseblaze.com. Right now, save 15% off of your first order. I promise you, we have this in my house. We drink it all the time. It tastes delicious. It does not taste disgusting. It is amazing. We mix it in water, but you can mix it in juice, milk, whatever you want. Make a shake. But uh, protect yourself right now. This flu season, BrickHouseBlaze.com. Offer code blaze for 15%. That is BrickHouseBlaze.com. Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer. uh, She just signed an expansive new order. I think we touched on it at the end of last week. Stu, I think you were here. And we talked about how she was banning uh, gatherings of any size and you couldn't, like, dri- leave your house and drive to another house. That, that you
2: was, own,
1: right? Right. Even like, like a new no like,
2: yeah. yeah, if you have a cabin or whatever, you can't go out and quarantine at your cabin.
1: Yeah, I have, a fr- I have a friend who, who lives in, in Michigan, and he has a house near Detroit where he like has his main job. And then yeah. on the weekends, they have a lake house. Mm-hmm. Um, like Bernie Sanders, Yeah, apparently that's a thing. That and
2: I've had some several friends in Michigan who so said we can't even go out to our cabin. I'm like, how many of you people
1: got it's a cabin? It's pretty standard there because they have all those lakes, right? And, yeah. and so like, there's a lot of like small. I mean, again, it's not standard; not everybody has right. it. But like, you know, if you if you're if you get to a, you know a level where you're a little comfortable, a lot of people will invest in a lake house because during the summers with the kids or on the weekends you can get get away from the cities which aren't always so pleasant in michigan yeah. uh and enjoy you know the <laughs> wilderness a little bit and, and yeah like i mean it's it, it is a somewhat common thing what, what did uh, uh bernie sanders call it uh yeah winter like, cabin everybody's yeah. a winter. say summer cabin yeah, so, okay, cabin. whatever it is yeah. Yeah,
2: Vermont, you gotta, yeah no and then he, i think he's getting a summer cabin i mean he, uh, we won't get ahead well, of ourselves wouldn't you do but... that
1: though like if you're near detroit are you not oh, going to your, like, yeah. you have a lake house? Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. You're absolutely hanging out at the lake yeah. house. I mean, I'm not
0: living in Detroit.
1: Detroit! <laughs> Bora Bora! <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, uh, so, her order went a little further than that. Just a little bit. Just a pinch. Mm-hmm. So, she, of course, banned uh, the selling of a lot of different things that The government determined to be non-essential. One in particular that she has come under fire for was, and I did not believe this until I saw pictures of the signs out, but uh, plants and seeds. So you're not allowed to purchase uh, seeds to grow your own food. Because God knows government doesn't want you providing for yourself, uh, especially in the middle of a pandemic where you may be forced you know to not work, you're not getting a paycheck. You also cannot uh, you cannot grow your own food. Retail garden centers have been ordered to close. Um, I, I am very concerned at this particular point, uh, Chad, that we are not living in America any longer.
2: Well, what we have seen, what we've seen is our ability to stop living in America. Like what we will bow down to with just a certain executive order. I caught a lot of hell. Can I say that, Mark? Can I say hell? I caught a lot of hell over the weekend. Over, I put an Easter tweet and post out that said, I'm glad Jesus didn't obey the government stay a shelter-in-place orders. It was a resurrection reference, okay, people. The Romans killed him. They put him in a tomb, and he rose from the dead. <laughs> uh, and so people were. I can't believe that you are saying we should go out in public and do all these. Easy, Tiger. Easy, chill. So we're getting to a place where people are losing their freaking minds. It is. It is. Life worship, if you will, mm-hmm. you know, forget this idea of every now and then the tree of liberty is is fertilized or watered. What's the quote, you know, with that would by the blood of patriots and martyrs mm-hmm. and th- you know, these, we don't give our give me liberty or give me death. Are you kidding me? We don't we're way off of that. Everything's got to protect, protect, protect. And it's kind of it's kind of amusing slash frightening to watch how much people are willing to give up. Very frightening. It is a control issue on this thing. So maybe everybody's going to be vegetarian soon because <laughs> Smithfield Industries, they just, they're just they talking about how they can't deliver uh, pork products mm-hmm. anymore because one of their major plants out in the Dakotas or somewhere, South, yeah. South Dakota, said that they had 300 people that tested positive. For coronavirus had to lay them off. Shut it down. And right? here they shut it down. I mean, you're talking about a lot of, of meat that's being produced, packaged, and sent out. For consumption, and people they can't get it, and and but yet at the same time we have farms that are plowing under their crops because they have nowhere. There's no schools, there's no cafeterias, there's no places where they can go out and mass sell their produce, so they're plowing it under. So what are we going to do? And and can't plant your own garden in Michigan.
0: Well, and just just for uh, clarification purposes, can't plant your own garden in Michigan. Can still uh, buy alcohol. Mm-hmm. So, alcohol still available <laughs> for for purchase. Which, like any all right, I'm not I'm one, not yeah. judging that. Okay, I'm just saying. Texas leads the way. <laughs> yeah, if you want to be uh, use objective standards here, uh, marijuana lottery and alcohol yeah. all still considered essential in Michigan but not church but or seeds gr- no growing <laughs> your own
1: growing your own food absolutely not yeah I mean we I think I may have mentioned this on the show I don't remember but it, you know they've even got to the point in the, with that order where they are banning people from advertising things that are on the list of so, so like you can't even crave a toy. You can even crave a video game You might not be able or, to
0: control yourself. Right,
1: still. I guess. Like, you're just going to run out and try to buy it from some <laughs> store that won't let you buy it anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, these are all really ridiculous things. I, I, I come back to, I think, at the end of this, because you, you make a good point on, uh, on the Smithfield uh, mm-hmm. thing. You know, at some level, that's essentially just letting people go out, right? Like, they're, they're obviously protecting themselves as much as they can. They're on food. They're probably doing it anyway. But, like, they're out there and, like, there was a breakout. Right. Like this stuff is actually happening and people are legitimately freaked out about it. You know, like I think this all ends not when the government tells us it's over, but when we feel like we're not going to die, when we feel like we're not going to die. We're going to go out (laughs) whether they tell us we can go out or not. Um, But like right now. There's still legitimate, I think, well-reasoned uh, uh, fear that something bad could happen. Like, I don't want my kids going out right now. I would, would I send my kid to the trampoline park if it was open right now? No! Uh-oh. I don't want them anywhere near the thing. It's nothing but germs. Um, so, like, I, I think that there is that. That part is going to come somewhat naturally. And I think it came naturally here, too, you know. South by Southwest closed. Not because of the government, because they thought it was a good idea. The NBA canceled its season, not because the government told them to, because they thought it was a good idea. This people stopped going to restaurants, stopped traveling before the government said any of this. The people led the government into this because they they were worried about it. Yeah. Right. So like at the other side, I think the same thing's going to happen. You're seeing this, I think, bubbling up here in Texas, where Greg Abbott comes out and says, you know, we're going to have a, uh, we're going to do an executive order, we're going to show how we're going to uh, open this thing up a little bit. I think the people are getting there. They're saying, okay, you guys have had of time, especially in stockpile masks. Right.
0: Because it hasn't, hasn't it's not not like it's been in, in New York. Yeah.
1: You know, we, we, we're like, all right, look, we're, we we want to make sure we're going to be okay. We want to make sure our family's going to be okay. We don't want to get anybody, you know, in, in a terrible situation. We're giving up a lot here. We're taking an economy. I mean, I got to, you know, I was scrolling through Instagram, some place, some bakery that I like around here, mm-hmm. out of business, went out of business and announced mm-hmm. it today. You know, this is going to happen all over the country.
0: It may be the same one that I'm thinking <laughs> of. Let me ask you over the break.
1: <laughs> Sad, though. Yeah, you really know, is. like, I, I hate this. And it's like, we're the American people are paying a huge price because they were convinced, and I think with good, some good justification, that we were in a an unknown situation. We didn't know how bad it was going to get. And so we wanted to make sure that we could do the best thing we could, which includes giving – all it is is buying time here. We're just buying time so that there are ventilators. Maybe we can get closer to a treatment or whatever. Uh, that's not uh, – it's not unending. You know, eventually we're going to need to get back here, and I, I don't know if we can go – too far past the end of this month, honestly.
2: Yeah. Would um, you would you take a vaccination that has that's been developed in four to six weeks? Absolutely not.
1: <laughs> you, yeah, that, <laughs> absolutely not. I mean, Sorry, I, I, I know mean, that how much time can still. we buy yeah. in that regard. I mean, that's no. my question. Well, get vaccination, I think, is the long term goal. Yeah. A treatment like hydroxychloroquine or one of these mm-hmm. other medications to get a little bit of testing and information can be part of that. Didn't you a state know? come out today and said they were going to do. Yeah, South Dakota. South Dakota. Mm-hmm. South Dakota a lot of South Dakota, Dakota yeah. stories. And New York has
0: been using. There's only
1: 17 people in the state, so that's a good test. <laughs> We've done two yeah. stories about them. But it, it's Beautiful also state. the other part of this Love is it. testing too. Yeah. You know I mean it, between yeah. it, you know the first step really is testing um, and we're not even there on testing yet. Yeah. Um, you know you have obviously the 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 equipment that the medical people need and then you have the testing and then you have the treatment and then you have the vaccine. Yeah. So like these are there's a bunch of things that need to get done um, but this has given us a little bit of time for the for our system to like come together and launch capitalism into a singular focus thing. When that happens, man, it's tough to stop. So yeah. I am I'm optimistic long term, but you know, it's it's. Uh, I'm investing days, in here.
2: this market. I can say that I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I think this is a good time to get into the stock market. I think it's a great time to buy and hold on to it. Do you think Chris Cuomo was actually tested for COVID-19? I mean, he, I mean, he, being like Geraldo would have filmed that. <laughs> yeah. Geraldo would have definitely a been good swabbed point. on camera. A good point. And I think Chris Cuomo is the same way. Totally. I total rabbit tra- chase there, but I'm like mm, so many things out there that make me go. Mm. I, I did also see. Uh, <laughs> well, we're just gonna let you keep your tin hat on right now.
0: I did also see that there is a county in California that is now testing for antibodies yeah, for coronavirus, and I think that will be really interesting to see because if we find out that a lot of us whatever sickness, I had it, my family had it, there was a big sickness going around over the winter before all of this came out, that if we find out that a bunch of us already had coronavirus and we all did okay without shutting the economy down, one I'm of our
2: executives here follow. at the Blaze is getting tested next week. Uh, he's kind of been trapped in his home office and unable to travel. And he's going stir crazy. And there's business that needs to be done because we got to go back to work. So we'll see how that turns out. Yeah. Then you have the people who are going to go out there and they're supposedly going to get tested if they'll give blood. And a lot of people, I think the fear is they'll get tested, but they won't give the blood. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you want, they'll go out there and get the test to see if they've had but it they or not. or the if they it. time. But, but it's an exchange. you got to yeah. give blood. Yeah. I, I give blood. But then again, I don't feel the need to go out and get tested. But, I mean, if if people need the blood, I'll give the blood. Right. But it would be interesting
0: to see the real numbers, though, because all of these numbers that we have right now are totally skewed if a bunch of population has already had it.
1: Yeah, there was a uh, Seattle (laughs) did uh, testing on 3,500. I think it was 3,500 samples in Seattle from January and February, and they found no positives. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was like. Sort of hopeful that, yeah, like, I'm, honestly, it's one of those things. I'm like, I wish I had it, you know what I mean? Because you wish you did. Like, I wish I went through it and it's over. Um, you know, so far, I don't think we've seen that, but I, I'm still hopeful. I would, I would love for that to be true because if that's true, then it's you know much more widely spread and we're a lot further into this than we thought. If that, if that, you know, I have not done my uh, my own investigation <laughs> on like, you know, I mean, not that I'm going to go and test any samples, but like, <laughs> I haven't done enough Let's enough do skeptical thinking on it to really think it through. But like. I really hope that's not true, because if it wasn't in Seattle in January or February, then, you know, the estimates on the other side are probably right. And they think, you know, between three and four percent have been affected by it. Mm-hmm. If that's true, we got a long freaking battle ahead of us. Yeah, we yeah. do. And you that's have all right. those folks that go all the way back to November of last year when they
2: were testing. With, well, there were high symptoms of influenza, but they tested negative right. for the flu. Right. So was that a and COVID pneumonia. deal And pneumonia as well? So mm. I don't know. Interesting I, don't know. I mean, I'm just trying to get rid of my herpes.
0: All right. Well, with that yeah. being said, uh, we are going to thank time. our
2: sponsor,
0: <laughs> Home Title Lock. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, so you may not know this unless it's happened to you. And if it's happened to you, you really know it. And it's a painful memory. But uh, Home Title Fraud is one of the fastest growing crimes in America, according to the FBI. In fact, uh, some FBI agents came in one day. They, I guess they, they were with Home Title Lock and they were trying to prove a point and went and just like stole Stu's home.
1: That's true. They yeah. did uh, send me an email, at least that had my home documents and it was signed by somebody else. And it seemed like I didn't know my home anymore. Uh, luckily, it was just Home Title Lock showing me how easy it was to do. Um, I wish they would have told me they were doing it first. They, <laughs> like uh, 10 minutes later, I get this email like, uh, you have a meeting scheduled with Home Title Lock so they can explain the document they sent you. <laughs> oh, OK, well, that makes a little sense now. But I mean, it shouldn't be that easy. Yeah. Um, surprisingly. Uh, when the government is involved, uh, it winds up getting, uh, you know, easier than it should be. And wow. this, these sorts of things can burn people in has.
0: Yeah, they're, obviously all of your home titles are stored online. So they're accessible to all sorts of bad people on the interwebs. Because we all know that they're out there. You're not going to know if you're a victim uh, unless you actually check... With home title lock, you're not protected by any sort of identity theft program or banking program that you're enrolled in. Those don't protect you from this. This is a very specific uh, identity theft. Only home title lock is going to protect you, and you've got to go to their website, register your address to see if you have already been a victim. You're not going to know it. Unless someone, oh, I don't know, shows up at your door and they're like, hey, we just bought your house. Don't let that happen to you. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. If you enter promo code Y, that's W-H-Y, you will get one month of risk-free protection. Enter in your address at HomeTitleLock.com. Promo code Y. All right. In non-coronavirus-related news, uh, the New York Times... If anyone ever considered them like a very credible organization, you really shouldn't after this. But I feel like I shouldn't have to say that Uh, they are facing some backlash after not just deleting a tweet, but also changing uh, references in a story that they did on Joe Biden. Now, um, at first, it was the tweet that I read it over the weekend and my head just about exploded. uh, And I was just telling telling them off air. As soon as I read it, I was like, oh, I'm screenshotting this sucker because I know they're deleting this tweet. There's no way this tweet stays up. So they uh, published this big, you know, expose on Tara Reid, who is the uh, accuser, one of the accusers, I should say, of Joe Biden. And they did this big story about it. And uh, in that tweet, it was a little tweet thread in that tweet, they said. No other allegation about sexual assault surfaced in the course of our reporting, nor did any former Biden staff corroborate Reed's allegation. We found no pattern of sexual misconduct by Biden. Well, beyond hugs, kisses and touching <laughs> that women previously said made them uncomfortable. Um, oh. I'm, wh- wait, so you found no pattern of sexual misconduct other than all of those patterns of sexual misconduct that you found? <laughs> I guess, was what that meant, because they also edited, like I said, their actual article. Uh, originally, it, it, uh, it contained kind of the same thing. It was like, no other allegation about this. You know, no one found anything except for all of these hugs and touching and kissing and just really gross behavior. But other than that, guys, it was totally fine. Um, and then they changed it and uh, kind of took out all of the hugs and the kissing and the... <laughs> And the touching, that, that does, is no longer contained in, a, yeah, in the paragraph. The way they
1: updated it, too, just now has it separate. So, like, they actually still do mention... All of the other impro- inappropriate in multiple places in the article but
0: they don't include it But they in don't include that, it so it just
1: yeah. doesn't look really bad because right. you're saying it right next to each other they did you know we, we found no pattern by the way, here's other mentions of the pattern right but
0: they're all spread out yeah. so it's not yeah they yeah.
1: like they want you to think forget forget about all the old stuff that we already told you about um, but you can't do that if you're trying to find a pattern. a pattern indicates you need to have more than one thing. So you can't just disregard everything in the past if you're going to try to, there's no such thing as a pattern when it's just one thing. Like if you just look at uh, someone's, you know, Ted Bundy's last murder, he's not a serial killer, right? Like, okay, uh, that makes sense, but it's not really, it doesn't really mean anything. Um, You know, look, he has had these issues, you know, Uh, You know, to me, what's really interesting about the way they've handled this is the double standard that is so in your face Mm -hmm. when you think about how they treat Kavanaugh or even think about E. Jean Carroll. Remember her from last year? Who just got fawning media attention from host after host after host after host, page after page written about her very credible claims. And her claims are roughly the same as this one against Biden. Okay,
0: girlfriend goes on TV and she looks legit insane. Looks insane. I mean, insane. Yeah.
1: And that's like that. It actually makes that worse, right? Because she didn't seem credible on television either. We don't know what Reed is like necessarily on television. She's only had like one interview. Um, but I mean, her. You know, it, it's a long time ago. There's no real witnesses. There's, you know, she told people though at she the time. She did tell people at the time, which is which supposed is more, to be the thing that's proof.
0: Yeah, but it was just more than Christine Lizzie more. Ford. Mm-hmm. Who all of her friends were like, "Yeah, we don't remember any of that happening."
1: Yeah, she didn't say that to tell anybody until at least at least 2012 which was in a therapy session where she didn't use his name right um, but at least 2012 decades after the incident she told some multiple people in 1993 uh and so not only do you have, you know the believe all women thing gets shot out because now all of a sudden you don't believe her but also the women she told you also have to not believe uh so it is really you know it's a ridiculous standard
2: yeah Child. y'all don't want me to talk about this
1: no oh, wait oh no
2: y'all don't want me to talk about Why? this. you just don't because it's so stupid uh-oh. it's so stupid, I mean they <laughs> don't think don't forget the new rule right, I know, but here's the thing hey, we want you to take a look at this pattern in order to see that there's no pattern mm. you're exactly right on that this terror this this Terry thing, I, and you go back to the Kavanaugh deal. They crucified yes. that guy. Yes. They crucified that guy. They it's said to the he point a now.
0: Gang rapist. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's, based off of no, no credible accusations. You're starting
2: to see the left devour its own. Now you have Rose McGowan coming out against Alyssa Milano, and I don't respect or care about either one of these women in Hollywood. But it's just, come on, the, the, the believe all women, you knew that house of cards was going to fall in on itself. I don't believe my own wife 90% of the time because she's trying to get away with something. I know. I know. So that's the thing, man. I, I got three daughters. I got a mother-in-law. I got a mother. I got a wife. I got a female dog. Let, let me tell you something. I got so much estrogen in my house. I'm in cycle with them. I get it. You can't. I don't care about me offending anybody. Everybody lies. Everybody makes stuff up in order to get themselves the attention they want and all these things. But why isn't getting the same press? Why not? I mean, let's go back. Let's talk about Juanita Broderick. Let's talk about these people that are out there. Let's talk about Jennifer Flowers. Let's talk about Paula Jones. Let's talk about Kathleen Willey. All of these folks out there. But if it's the left, you just sweep it under the rug, sweep it under the rug. Look at Joe Biden. Look at him sniffing that woman's hair. This guy is Mr. Olfactory. He's feeling people up. There are so many video montages out there of him just being creepy. He got the name on purpose, and I promise you there's no one out there who would let your 13-year-old daughter hang out and watch TV in the rec room at the Bidens for a couple of hours. None of you.
1: None of you would. You're lying if you say you would. He's a creepy old dude. It was a Babylon Bee that had the uh, article about um, Biden's new mask that it lits his nose out. Yes. Like <laughs> his so hair. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it kind of does. It does fit him. Um, yeah. You know, this, these, the, the Times story as well had, the, uh, had a six section, I think it was 150 words, in the middle of the article that just outlined all of the stuff that Trump was accused of. Yeah. Oh it's my like, God. what on earth does this have to do? It's an accusation against Biden. It just says, wow. you know, Trump has been accused of worse things. That's legitimately what, the, what it says in the middle of the article. Um, it's insanity. Um, and I think if, we, if you step back and you say, okay, let's, let's identify these two standards, the Kavanaugh standard and the Biden-Reed standard, the preferable standard is the Biden-Reed standard. Like This is, in theory, it's not exactly, but it kind of how you'd want a, a news organization to handle a claim. Look into it, be very, have no, uh, no, uh, em- no uh, emotion tied mm-hmm. to it. Because you, you remember these stories about Trump's accusers and about uh, Kavanaugh's accusers. They were like movie scripts, right? Like They were descriptive yeah. telling. They wanted to put you in the scene so you felt it. This is just like a police blotter. Like Biden was accused of this Biden campaign spokesman said this, you know, like it's very, very very much like that. You know, it's the double standards. It's sensational. Unavoidable.
2: I got a 22 22 year old daughter. If I had to pick Joe Biden or Donald Trump, who they got to stay with for an hour. I'm going to pick Donald Trump. Well,
0: there you have it. You you ask yourself,
2: who would you let your daughter stay with? Wouldn't be Joe Biden. All right. Back in a minute.
0: Jean. Mike Pence. And the, she's Mike Pence. Pretty,
2: Mike Pence. 100% Mike, Mike Pence. percent Mike Pence.
0: <laughs> like we know Kathy be in the room. Karen is not the only accuser, though. Mm-hmm. Before we go, we've only got a couple minutes, but I do want to make sure that we mention what's happening in Kentucky right now. Uh, so, Kentucky churchgoers, they uh, were met on Sunday Easter service. They went to their parking lot, uh, the church parking lot, to attend the Easter service quarantine style and they were met with uh, a bunch of nails in the parking lot. So that was not uh, It's not what you want to see It's not what you want to see. Nails in the parking lot. Oh, and also police who were ready to record all of their license plate numbers and send them to the health department who were going to then show up at these people's doors and tell them that uh, they needed to self-quarantine for 14 days. (laughs) What could possibly be wrong with that in America?
2: What did they do in the parking lots at the mosque? What did they do? Were the police there? I mean, because they're just they putting nails lot. on the ground in the mosque. Yeah. <laughs> imagine <laughs> no. what those reports would look yeah. like. Yeah. can you imagine? I mean, so you're not going to see that, and you are say, "Well, it's Kentucky. There are mosques in Kentucky. Sure. They're there. There are mosques everywhere." <laughs> so, so you, you, I would love to see what the report says from there.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's look, it's ridiculous. I think if you want to keep people in a place where they're okay dealing with a really tough awful situation like this quarantine you let them do things that are sensible mm-hmm. right like you yeah. you don't you don't punish them for going to church in a car you don't punish them for walking on the uh, having catch with their their daughters in a park or going swimming sure by themselves thing. in the ocean like these are the things that you say you know what golfing is another one we talked about it's like you got yeah. some guy walking on the course hitting a couple golf balls these are the things that keep people sane in moments mm-hmm. like this if you want people to comply with this and you really think it's the good for the country you don't push them into these situations where they're going to have to fight to go to Easter service when they're already taking precautions.
2: Yeah. I mean, you're dragging them off of trains. You're taking them off of
1: buses. You're doing all, you know, you guys say, you don't
2: have a mask. You got to get off the bus. He's not wearing a mask. I mean, you're exactly right. Let them do things like that. It's not like they're drinking communion out of a common cup here. Right. They're in their own cars. Well, but to your
0: point earlier in the show, Chad, it is interesting to see the amount of people who just are totally ready to go along with they'll that type out. of big year ge- they'll government fight tyranny. you
2: for it well you just wait till your grandmother my grandmother's already dead uh, listen and i'm not hanging around with your grandmother <laughs> so it's fine okay it's fine well
0: uh, and also i mean broke my heart uh, I'm, I'm not kissing was watching, anybody's grandmother i was watching <laughs> live pd okay sorry i just confessed uh, i was watching live pd and there was a an old an older woman who was walking, they, she, the cops got called because she was on the property of a retirement community, because she went and was in the window, like looking in the window of her husband's room because they couldn't see each other. It was the only way that they, they could have any kind of communication was she was outside his window, and they were trying to communicate outside the window.
2: You know what we've been <sighs> doing? We've been going out. We did, we did an online campaign over the weekend where we were helping people with money. We we were raising money helping people and also putting our own money into it. But we've been finding elderly people who have been forgotten. 95 year old woman, her cupboards and refrigerator were bare. Mm. And we went out and got groceries. I mean, come arrest us. What are you going to do? Yeah. I mean, come arrest us. But that's what we're doing. We're finding these cases that are out there. These people, they're scared to death. They don't know what to do. Yeah. They can't get out and do anything for them, and nobody's coming to help them. Uh, I did also see, by
0: the way, before we go to break, there was a, a very a much older woman in a retirement community also ran out of beer. She had put up a sign that, that said, matters. I need more beer. She got sent with Coors Light. Nice. They sent her the Coors Light. So good on you, girlfriend. I'd be well, doing the same I mean, thing. You
1: know, same
0: ish. All right, back in a minute. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was like the company actually did it, right? Yeah. It did, yeah. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It's funny how people... It's like-
0: Friday's poll, should the White House continue its daily briefings or just hold a press conference when there is new information? We discussed this today briefly. Uh, 65% of you said you like the daily briefings. 35% of you said just when there's new information. We don't need the two-hour briefings every single day. Uh, Today's poll, how do you feel about Fauci's performance during this pandemic? Here are your options, gentlemen. I trust him. I'm concerned. Or just show me the results. I don't know why that, that had to be there. I don't know why you couldn't have just come up with another option that wasn't just show me the results.
1: That's what I'm going with. Just show me the results. Just show me the I'm results. Right. That's right. Right. Yeah.
0: Okay. I, well, we know how you feel. Yeah. Chad's, Chad's on the concerned train.
2: Yes. I might change in an hour. We'll see. <laughs> after I watch the Daily Press briefing for two hours. I mean, what are you missing? TMZ via Zoom? I mean, I don't know. Watch the briefing.
1: So oh, what do you think? I mean, I you know I I don't want to give trust to any government official, <laughs> no. right? But I mean, I, I you I know he's cre- he's credible as a doctor. Yeah, right. Yeah. And I think Is you know, he? but but think about
0: how oh many boy.
2: doctors that are out there who have a god complex. I agree with that. There's a bunch Completely of them out there. That. I don't know Fauci, so I can't say. But you know, I'm not going to put it past him. Uh, uh, okay, so can I say this, but
0: really quickly before I have to go? Uh, he's as credible as all of the other information we've been getting on this pandemic, which sure. is essentially I mean, he's nothing not, we know. Xi
2: Jinping, whatever his name is, Xi Jinping, Xi Jinping, Xi Jinping, Jinping, uh, whoever leads trying, the communist yeah. China. <laughs> you're trying. That's all right. You're- the virus is from China.